Oh, hello, hello, everyone. So, funny story. Today was actually supposed to be a discussion about self-care with Tiffany, as many of you know, but I lost the damn episode. I, like, apparently just completely deleted it, and I was searching the other day trying to find it so I could edit it and post it today, and I could not find it anywhere. So y'all are going to get a rant today from me (laughs) instead. We're actually going to post Tiffany's part two to that series another day. So we're going to record it again so you guys can still get some of her really, really good advice regarding self-care and shaping it for your life. But yeah, y'all, it's it's been a week. I don't know about y'all, but it's been, these weeks have been weakened lately. Like they've just been weakened and I'm tired. I got a lot going on. I got a lot of pots on the stove right now, you know? So (laughs) today we're going to actually discuss, well, today I want to kind of go on a rant about things that I've learned since entering a relationship. Many of you know, and have been listening along since I've been single and my single segments, but if you don't know, now you know, your girl not single no more. Hallelujah to God. Thank God for Jesus. God is real. Okay. And sent me a wonderful partner and has taught me a lot of things just in a short amount of time about myself. And so I want to share some of the lessons I've learned, just like I shared some of my lessons from being single. I want to share some lessons I learned while being in a relationship. It's still February, still the month of love. So we're going to close it out about love. How about that? So I have a few key things that I've learned since entering a relationship. One being how like it's very important to love your partner in their love language and not yours. So for instance, if you have a partner who's really big on physical touch, but instead of being touchy-feely, you buy a bunch of gifts and they're just not really feeling the gifts. So you translate that into them being ungrateful when all they want is a cuddle, a kiss kiss, a handhold, you know? And I, I, I learned that really having that conversation early on is really, really important and understanding each other's needs, like really taking the time to understand each other's needs and like, this is not what I need when, you know, I want your affection, I want your affection in this way, or I want, to sh- I want you to show me that you care about me in this way. And those things really matter. and. There's nothing wrong with, you know, sometimes showing love to your partner in ways that aren't necessarily their primary love language, but I think it's really important to keep those key love languages that are a bit more top tier for them as like your primary form of like loving on them, you know? And so that's something I've had to learn. And I've I've noticed it, it really pays off when you do that. It pays off when you have that conversation early and you keep revisiting it. You just gotta have those checkpoints throughout the relationship because people forget, people have habits, they sometimes have to break. And so just having that compassion and grace to understand that people still have to grow and they have to grow in loving you. Nobody is gonna just meet you and instantly know how to love you unless they're perfect. And I haven't met a perfect person yet or a perfect partner. And so naturally it's gonna take people time to warm up to you and know how to show you love in the way that you need it, in the way that your soul needs it. So that's the first thing I've really learned because I have a tendency, I don't know about y'all, but I have a tendency to sometimes love people how I want to (laughs) love. Like I love people sometimes how I want to be loved. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes we do that 
with good intentions like no i'm trying to treat you how i want to be treated when it's like no i want you to just treat me how i want to be treated not necessarily what you want because what you would want in a situation may not necessarily be what they would want in that situation so that's when the golden rule isn't necessarily helpful because this isn't a, an area where you should treat them how you want to be treated. You should you should treat them how they've asked you to treat them. So that's been a big thing for me because I tend to think that, oh, well, if I just show you what I want and love you in that way, you'll pick up on it and so you'll treat me like that. But in the process of me doing that, I'm not loving them how they need to be loved, you know? So it's just a lot of like introspective work that goes on and... <laughs> A lot of adjusting and growing and a lot of discussions. Your communication has to be high. And that leads me to the next thing that I learned. Communication has to be a priority, point blank, period. If you guys aren't communicating regularly, you aren't talking about your needs regularly, you aren't talking about what's bothering you, just how your day went, triggers, what makes you happy, what makes you feel um, appreciated, what makes you feel supported. Like those conversations are really important. What hurts your feelings, you know? If, you know, certain things just, you know, trigger you or what have you those conversations are really important to have and i think also learning how to have those conversations but not just to have them but how to have them so tone right tone tact delivery because you can say the exact same thing but they can have two totally different you know perceptions based on how you said it and the timing of it I've learned that sometimes I may need to bite my tongue in a situation and wait and mention it at this time or massage it a bit more so it comes out nicer. It's just a lot that you have to learn when it comes to communication. It's very multifaceted. It's not just talking. It's the like the dynamics of having a conversation, what goes into that, how it can be perceived. Because one thing my partner has taught me is that your intentions could be good, but intentions don't always matter because it it really depends on that person's perception. So you really have to find a way to communicate in a way where you truly understand each other's perceptions and that leads to clear communication. You know, once you understand how someone thinks and how your how your partner may tend to receive things, you know how to deliver it at that point. Let me do it in this setting or say it at this time or, you know, make sure my tone is a bit more loving and comforting and, you know, or maybe they like it direct. Hey, because some people like it like that. Some people come at me straight. Don't try to, you know, massage it or make it gentle. Just give it to me. Don't beat around the bush or anything. So you got to know your partner. You got to know what your person needs from you, what they receive the best. So open communication, consistent communication is vitally important no matter what. And being brutally honest. You know, you can be brutally honest, but not be a butthole. The next thing would be to... Learn how to compromise. I, just over the years in general, have had to understand what it really means to compromise. And this relationship specifically has really taught me a lot about compromising, even when I don't feel like it, even when my mood is not all the way there. Sometimes you have to put down what you may want to do in that moment because your partner may need you. They may may need your support. They may need your love. They may need your attention. They may need your affection. So and they just may, may need you to show up and be supportive. And so just learning a balance, because you don't want to overcompromise to the point where you feel drained, you feel you know unappreciated, you feel exhausted, you feel depleted, and you don't have anything left for yourself. That's why I want y'all to hear this self-care episode, because 
Tiffany was talking a lot about that and how you have to kind of feed yourself before you can feed others. And that's really important too. And that's something I've had to learn since being in a relationship is that balance between my time and me and my partner's time, right? So making sure I'm not overexerting myself, over extending myself to the point where now I feel exhausted. I'm getting snappy. I'm getting aggravated because I haven't left no time for myself. I haven't taken a bubble bath. I haven't gone to get my nails done. I haven't gone to just get myself a cocktail with the girls or something. And so just making sure I continue to make room for things that I enjoy that still make me an individual and not losing myself in the process of being with someone. Cause it's very easy to do that. You'd be lovey-dovey, you'd be happy, you'd be in your own little bubble. And then you look up and it's like, damn, I don't even, I don't even, you know, work out no more. I don't go to the park no more. I don't, you know, I don't know, go to karaoke with my friends, whatever the hell you do. You have to make sure you continue to make time for those things. And even sometimes incorporating your partner into those things, that could be a bonding moment. Like if you like to paint or you like to take walks in the park, maybe sometimes, not all the time, because it's still your thing, that's your individual activity. But sometimes inviting your partner to go do those things with you and invite you, invite them into your world and vice versa could be an opportunity to bond. But just making sure you leave that room for yourself, leave that little corner of your individual time, your self-care time, your personal time, making sure to continue to make room for that, you'll find that you're not as snappy, as aggravated, as exhausted, annoyed, irritated when you learn to communicate, hey, I need this time to myself. I need to, you know, I just want to go and do some things by myself or go do some things with my friends. You and I can have dinner tonight or do something tomorrow together, whatever. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I I can't stand when people get in relationships and they just, they go completely ghost. You don't see them with their friends no more. They not even going to their mama house no more. It's just like, it's them and their partner. And it's like, I understand if you have toxic situations with your family, whatever, but it's like, keep being you. You know, a lot of people enter relationships and they lose themselves. And that's something I was really big on as a single person. It's just like, don't lose yourself. Don't lose your individualism. Don't lose that thing that makes you you that's why your partner wanted you you know you lose that and you think your relationship's gonna be fine it's like no that's it actually could make end up making your relationship worse you know because you start to lose yourself so stay true to who you are don't lose yourself love yourself first then love your partner and then lastly since we talk about love i learned that a good partner should love you for who you are but challenge you to be better and so That's something that has been really big for me to have, to really experience someone who accepts me completely. And that's great. That's awesome. But also at the same time, will push me, give me feedback, you know, give me that lovingly little push and supportive in every way possible. But say, hey, I know you can do better. You can do this. And that's that's really important. I think sometimes you know as a little pisces pisces gang we can be a little sensitive to that you got to be careful because fish will swim away swim away real quick if you you know tap the tank a little too hard we're gonna swim away so you have to be gentle in the approach but i think that the right partner will know how to challenge you to be better without making you feel like you're being pushed or you're not good enough or they don't appreciate who you already are or they don't accept you for who you already are so i think the right partner will have a balance between both of them they'll love you for who you are completely but they want to see you be amazing i i personally wouldn't want to be with someone who's like complacent with how i am they're not trying to push me i like to be motivated i like to motivate people and so when i have that reciprocated without even asking for it i'm like oh my gosh you love me you know my goodness i my babies 
So that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed. And I've got to experience, thankfully, you know, just someone who heavily supportive, but also keeps pushing me to be better every single day. So those were... And there are plenty of other things that I've learned since entering a relationship. Those are the main points that have really hit me since being in a relationship and kind of growing through the process and learning new things, developing into an even better person. So I hope some of those things either, you know, touched you, helped you think a little bit harder, or even gave you some confirmation on your growth. So let me know what you guys think about this episode. Be sure to leave a review, subscribe to the show, share this episode on social media and tag me. I love to see those posts. So thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in today and we'll chat next week.